Hello, and welcome to the I Am Me Initiative podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Jackie. We met through holistic healing, instantly connected, and have built a friendship on profound conversations, healing, and growth. Only after about a decade did we finally decide to record our conversations, knowing that we cannot be the only ones going through the messy middle of this beautiful thing called life. The shift that we have experienced through our own healing has brought incredible change in ourselves, our personal lives, and even our businesses. We continue to learn, or rather unlearn, how to be us, clear the clutter that is keeping us from being the most incredible and authentic versions of ourselves. And we want you to jump in. It's time to pay the lessons forward. So join us in this space where we get to come back to ourselves, share the hard stuff, the good stuff, and of course, the magic of stepping into exactly who we are meant to be. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the I Am Me Initiative podcast. We're your host, Kim. And Jackie. And today we want to talk about how to see yourself differently and how influential your choices are. But before we get into this, we're going to talk about what we're celebrating. So Jackie, take it away. Okay. Well, Kim, it's funny, you know, sometimes it's really hard to think about what you are celebrating. Hey, like, yeah, you really have to dig deep sometimes. Yes. <laughs> and so I was thinking, what in the hell am I celebrating? But really, in the grand scheme of things, I've got a lot, a lot of things to celebrate. And we've had some amazing moisture. I've gotten to be away. And, you know, that's really good to fill your cup back up when you're away and then can come home. And I really have a really cool family. So today, that's what I'm celebrating. <laughs> oh, those are awesome. Yeah. And you're right. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, you know, you just get so kind of stuck in the shit storm of life that a celebration can feel almost like toxic positivity. And you're kind of like, ugh. I don't yeah. feel like, but the celebrations are just meant to be kind of like a recalibration, right? Of like, totally where your mindset's heading, where your decisions, which we're going to talk about and your choices are going. And so, you know, are you choosing to see that growth and potential even inside that shit? Right. So yeah, I think that to be able to even just celebrate something is, is, is worth celebrating. Um, <laughs> for me, uh, you know, I, I'm celebrating the fact that I'm recognizing that I am growing and that I do hit some upper limits. And when I do hit them, it is such a knee jerk reaction to want to self-sabotage. Like it is crazy. You think that you start hitting this momentum that you just grow, 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 grow. And there's like no holding you back. And for me, it's like, I think I'm busting through some upper ceilings right now and it is amazing, but it's terrifying. And so my body is like, well, nope, we're going to go back to some old habits and I'm celebrating just recognizing that because then I can have a little bit more awareness to make the changes to that so that I can continue to grow in a more unlimited way. Yeah, that's incredible, Kim. And you're so right. And I feel like before we started doing the growth of this work, hitting an upper limit would scare the shit out of you and then you just stop. Where yeah. now you're like hitting an upper limit, scaring the shit out of yourself acknowledging it and then being like okay I got this I can do this yes and just pushing through it rather than stopping resistance yeah and then like really reeling backwards and like you know backpedaling into a my comfort zone which then keeps you stuck and then you kind of realize that you recalibrate be like oh shit I haven't really actually let myself grow because I I hit that 
upper limit, which is what this topic, we picked this today because there's been so many crazy changes in how we personally view ourselves that mm-hmm. has brought on such success and growth for us in a very short amount of time. And it's something that I think we need to highlight because like we said, you can hit this upper limit and then your knee jerk reaction is to pull back into how you were viewing yourself. But you knew in your gut that there was a notion to grow and to do something more and to change and to evolve. So it's like this dance of like evolving a little and then kind of sliding backwards. And it's like how to actually shift that view of yourself so you can break through that, that limit and actually fully be free of it. And then you're going to kind of continue to keep doing this back and forth, back and forth until, you know, essentially you're done. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like the dance of life of just like growing and evolving and, continuing to break these upper limits right a hundred percent yeah and it's funny I feel like (laughs) like going back a couple years and Kim was like okay Jackie you are um like I don't know how to ask you this but I'm gonna ask you anyway like I need you to be my guinea pig for I'm gonna coach you and I'm like so I could have like ignored Kim that would have been the decision but instead i'm like i love kim so much i'm gonna see where this goes right so that was my decision and it's from that like 600 days ago basically right to now is amazing of that small power of a decision so you had the balls to text me and ask me and i had the balls to say let's see what happens yes and that's like the influential decision-making, right? Or choices that you make it. And I guess if you really look at it, I know we've mentioned this before, but if you really look at your day, your entire day is a product of choices, right? Like you, you choose when you wake up in the morning, you choose what you wear, you choose, you know, whether you wash your hair or not that day, you choose whether you eat, you know, like eggs or you have a smoothie for breakfast. Like there's just choices after choices after choices. And a lot of those really become on autopilot that are then kind of set into our conditioning, right? You know, based on our beliefs and our habits. And and I think that a lot of us go through life and we don't question them. Once they kind of get set into that root, like that root in our mind, it's like, we're just going to keep following that. And yes. I, had, I had a deep enough knowing at the time of taking that course that I knew I wanted something different. And I knew that I wanted to grow and that there, there, this wasn't enough. I wasn't fulfilling my potential, and and I would hit upper limits, and I would kind of like come back down through them. And and asking you to be my, you know, my practice client was a choice that I knew if would be influential in a way that would impact both of our lives. And I just trusted that, and I'm so grateful that you trusted it too. Yeah, me too. It's um. Like it seems like now like a no brainer, but I read, I do remember Kim being like, oh my God, like what have I gotten myself into? Because am I actually ready for this next step? Right. Because I knew, (laughs) I knew you were going to push me to really um, see my potential that I had basically had put like golden handcuffs on myself because I'm like, well, you know, like life's 
okay. And, you know, I, I could have not rocked the boat, but oh my God, I'm glad I rocked the boat. Me too. And so then in that situation, like you, you made a choice, a very influential choice, and it impacted your life in a big way. So then Mm -hmm. how has your view of yourself or how do you see yourself now compared to how you were seeing yourself then? old me was always waiting for permission from somebody else to say, um, you can do this or it's okay if you, you know, do this. So I was always looking for outside validation. Mm-hmm. I feel where yeah. this me is like, I have the confidence to know that I'm, um, pretty powerful. I have some pretty amazing ideas. And I have a divine gift that I can't stop now. Right. So then so, what, what do you feel was like the, the key to shifting that view of yourself? Doing all this work, like yeah. doing all the, everything that we have done inside the I am me initiative um, workshop has been the biggest shifts because I see myself intuitively in a different way now Mm -hmm. where before I saw myself in a, just a, just a way, like I knew I had some cool talents. I knew I was a good person, but I didn't have the confidence to know that I could actually make a difference in this world. Right. Like living. Yeah. And I think that that's the thing, like when we look at our day as a collection of choices, Mm -hmm. we also have the choice then how we choose to think about ourselves, how we choose to allow our conditioning to either, you know, guide us in a way that's intuitively expansive and abundant or in a way that is self-limiting and restricted Mm -hmm. and, you know, depressed too. Right. And I think that, um, it isn't necessarily so easy as a flip of a switch of saying, okay, I'm going to choose this and I'm just not going to choose that. And I'm going to be free of that because the free of that comes from really tuning into your heart space and listening to what your intuitive voice is saying, what your true heart or your true center of you is saying and feeling, because that's the reality. That's the truth. The, the mind is a product of so much of that conditioning that is often not serving us, right? It's the self-limiting beliefs that are, you know, a bunch of bullshit or belief systems or BS, right? (laughs) And so the choice to think differently has to be backed by a heart-centered knowing, which truly comes from practicing trust and practicing surrender into that feeling, that deep feeling, you know, and Mm -hmm. I have had so many people in my life in the last little while even like the last week since coming back from the conference like you know having these like wanting to tune deeper in but not quite sure how to or scared to trust it and i just keep i'm i can get a little i guess i get a little bit aggressive in a in a very soft and kind way but i get aggressive and so i was like okay what's your first initial thought what is it tell me tell me because it's like i'm going to have i'm going to teach you how to override that thought that's come in there and try to make you question that because that isn't true. It's the deep inner knowing and it might go against the mainstream. It might go against what like your parents have taught you, what your family has said to you, what, 
Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay. Because Jackie and I are living proof of the fact that when you fall into yourself and you trust that place more than anything else around you, you can create the most magical life possible. The most amazing things start to happen. And this is something I can promise you because I've lived it. I've seen it in my clients. We see it through ourselves in this podcast. We saw it in the group of women we just spent two days with last week. You know, it's just when you start to trust yourself and you let that be your guide, your choices become actually much more powerful because you have that backing that and you can override that conscious programming that is wanting to screw with that. Totally. Last week was a perfect example. I had a lady on my table who's this really amazing lady, but she had been in a mm -hmm kind of job. She decided to um, like take, she resigned. And then she ends up on my table because she needs to work through some stuff. Right. And all of a sudden we're doing like heart centered alignment. And it's like, no, I'm not taking the summer off. I have some big work to do because I have a huge dream that she was like scared to even say the dream. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it goes from like, I'm going to be like stationary sitting on a chair all summer to like, I have amazing action items to bring something to life. That's my God given divine, right? It's amazing. Like the power of that decision was I, I watched it transform in my eyes in an hour. It was amazing. (laughs) And that's the kind of cool work that you and I are doing, Kim, and why it's so important because we just changed her life and her kid's life. And wow. Yeah. And then, so then she sees herself differently, right? She came into your treatment room, seeing herself as this kind of like stock, broken down, need to work through a bunch of shit, need the summer to like heal, which I'm not saying is not valuable to take the time to heal and to know yourself, but like her view of herself was very limited. And then she laid there and opened herself up to her own heart, knowing of what she's capable of doing, what she wanted to do in her life. And she, she allowed herself to tune into that. And with your guidance overrided that conscious, like knee jerk thinking, and then left your treatment room an hour, like 60 minutes later, seeing herself in a different view. And there's power in that. So now her choices are influentially moving her towards that expanded, most abundant version of herself. Totally. But in 600 days ago, if I wouldn't have had the balls to say, okay, I'm going to trust Kim and follow whatever, like we're going to work through some stuff, this would have never happened. Yeah. I think we're so afraid too like when you sit there in a skewed view of yourself and Mm -hmm. you're stuck in all your like insecurities and trust me i've been there i've been there a lot um me too (laughs) yeah and so when you sit there in that skewed view of yourself it's like you almost feel like you're hanging on by a shred of keeping yourself together because all these limiting beliefs and all these expectations are just weighing on you and it's just so much that you're just like you know, basically I have the bandwidth to get through my day, which is like looking after my child's running my business, trying to feed my husband, trying to keep a house somewhat, you know, tidy. And maybe if I am lucky, a shred of time to exercise or go ride my horse or do that's how I sat in that view of myself. And I think when we're there, the work feels so daunting. You're like, I can't possibly step into something that is more intense 
than what is already happening right now. And so then we don't do the work. We stall ourselves from actually stepping into that because we're thinking, oh my God, if I move into this, it's a complete shitstorm that it's going to, it's going to wreck me. And yeah. the opposite is actually true. That it's so different than what you experience because that skewed view of you is, has worked hard to be put there. Like your bought your conscious conditioning, your ego has put that there out of past experiences and it wants to keep it there. So you're, your nervous system is reacting to that. And it's like the change feels scary. It feels like you could die. That's, that's how the body's reacting to it, but it's not true. And so it's like, you have to kind of, you have to have a little bit of like a, a desire, I guess, a, if you're still listening to this, you have a burning desire enough to want to change something in your life because you have to have that that's strong enough to push you through this discomfort because the moment you step out of that skewed view, it's like, amazing it's like peaceful it's freeing it's you're oh the bandwidth all of a sudden you just gain all this bandwidth and it's without doing anything but changing the view of yourself yeah sitting in that um space of where it used to be all judgment like such a comparison of yourself maybe even to your old self physically or mentally or whatever that looks like and then being able to just sit quietly with that and acknowledge it and be like, it's okay. Like you're not, you're okay. <laughs> um, and being able to like acknowledge that part of you, but know that it's okay to bring it along with you and, and hit another upper limit. Yeah. I feel actually a little bit emotional because I, I, um, I posted a reel. This is new for me um, because the reels are a way that we want to advertise and I'm not great at them. <laughs> and I'm posting these and I posted this really yesterday about um, my body image and how the day that I got married, I was probably the thinnest I'd ever been in my life, which is pretty classic, right? Every girl mm -hmm. wants to be, but I had starved myself to get there. And um, like, I thought I was on top of the world. I looked amazing in my mind, which is hard for me to do at that time. It was really hard for me to get that space. Yes. And then I got pregnant and I was so nauseous and I had to eat and like any normal body, I gained weight because I hadn't been eating. And, um, right. I spent like you were growing a body. You were growing a person. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all good. Kim. I'm holding space for you right now. I'm holding space for you. I spent my whole pregnancy hating myself instead of loving that little boy that was I was creating. <laughs> sorry. And sorry. You need and then he was born. And I was still so stuck in my head about bouncing back as a mom and, you know, getting her body back and like, and he, we struggled. Um, I struggled to feed him. There was lots of stuff. Like he was healthy mostly, but there was a lot of things going on and I had spent so much of his like first parts of his life hating myself and i know that that interrupted my connection with him and 
emotional because I wish it wasn't like that. But I'm grateful that I'm finally, finally moving out of that and I can be free. And I see the changes in him. He's four now. And uh, I could see that conditioning in him. It wasn't about his body image, thank God, but it was about his expectations on himself as a toddler came from that conditioning of me and my image. And so I have worked to free myself of this and I feel like it's finally happening that I can show up in my whole self and I can love myself and I see the shift in him. And this is like that view of you, like the work actually instantly became so comforting once I stepped out of that skewed view and I accepted myself. I love the part, like I understand why that part of me was doing that. It was trying to help me feel better. And yeah. so I don't hate that. I, I'm sad that it was there, <laughs> but yeah. that was part of the key to healing was accepting that. And so yeah. this is why this is such an important thing. And I feel so passionate about sharing this because like, at a time when I should have been proud of my body and in love with the situation, I was so, so disconnected. And that's the power of seeing yourself differently and, and the influential choices of finally choosing that I can override that narrative because I don't want to not live my life anymore. I don't want to not be fully here for my child because my brain is in 10 different places of these expectations of the things that I wasn't, I wasn't what I wanted or thought I needed to be. And now I'm like, that doesn't need to be the narrative. My God, Kim, you've just changed. I don't know how many people's lives by being so vulnerable. <laughs> Thank you for like, really, really sharing this. Like, my God. I see you and I'm I'm celebrating you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing this. And yeah. I know that you um you being so vulnerable will change somebody's life today from listening to this. Well that's my hope with all of this is is that if you're listening and this resonates with you, it's like you have the power and ability to rewrite that narrative and yes the best way you can do that is listening to your heart space of what you truly know is to be right yeah and then scooping up all the parts of you that maybe don't align with that and say hey i get why you've been doing this because i've basically built this part of me to tell myself this as like a mechanism for knowing when you're not reaching your expectations yeah. and loving that for being there as a as a way to try to help you change and then allowing yourself to say I don't I don't need it to be there like that I don't want that to be that case I just want us to love it all you know what I mean like yeah what it was interesting because I like my sister has a little girl she just turned three she's a force and I love to see this in young people, especially little girls, because I feel like the world can really clip the wings of, of little people. I see it a lot. Yeah. And I'm conscious of it even with my own son. Um, and I like, 
just her outfit she was wearing like she's this cute little thing and she's like she's just a, she's like a toddler and her body isn't like a perfect woman's body obviously she's three and so i looked at her and i was like you know she looks so cute in that i was like i wonder if i could wear something kind of like because my sister's very stylish so she wears she wears yeah. she puts her kids in like basically miniature adult outfits yeah. and so i was like I wonder if i could wear that and then my brain would be like well no because you're overweight and that doesn't look good on you and and then i started to be like why can't i wear that you know like started questioning that narrative and i started questioning that and then that's when that view of myself started to shift and it was like you know you just kind of chipped away at that and and recognizing that i can i can look at myself however i want to mm. i get to rewrite that completely and thank god i did because and or i guess i should, I should say did it's still a process i mean there are a lot of days i feel quite unshakably confident in myself now which is a new feeling so it's also an upper limit that i've been hitting and i sometimes kind of knee-jerk back into like questioning no. that <laughs> but then there are also days where i'm like overtired you know overwhelmed living life just being life it is and i i fall into kind of old habits easy but they're they're fewer and further between now but there are still days when i fall into those but as I'm working on this, I just see the connections I'm making with people, with my son. Like, thank God, like I'd be missing out on his life still. Incredible. Yeah, it's just not worth it's just not worth staying in that skewed view of yourself. And no. you can make influential choices in how you choose to think about yourself. It just takes consistency and and commitment to yourself. Can you love yourself enough to say, I don't have to believe this to be true. And I'm willing to step into what I think might be a complete shit storm of work. <laughs> and often you'll realize, like we said, once you get there, it's not as bad as you thought, but you have to have that initial commitment to it. Yeah, for sure. Oh God. Yes. The power, that is another power of decision, right? Like, even yes. to be able to stop the conversations that go on in your head every day, because I know you, you we can get really deep and really fast into that one-sided conversation where there's judgment coming up and there's self-limiting beliefs coming up. But to be able to stop and just acknowledge that I love you so much for like caring about myself so much that I would try and protect me, but I just need to acknowledge you. You don't need to protect me. I'm okay. And work through everything that you need to and be like, yeah, I got this. I'm okay. I'm okay. I say I'm okay a lot to myself right now. Like as we are growing, um, especially in the um, confidence of my self image too. Yes. Yeah. And I like, you're so right. It's, it's catching yourself in that judgment. And then you can apply like those, those tools, like, mm -hmm. is this fact? Is this fiction? What if this is real? What if this isn't? What is this part of my conditioning and stories? And what is this actually that I'm currently dealing with? And you can transmute that really yeah. overwhelming energy. Like, I mean, like I used to stand in front of the mirror and hate myself. <laughs> Like, and I'm not, I don't like using the word hate. I try to never let my son say it because it's such a strong word. But yet I would 
say that to myself and I would mean it. And like, that was so heartbreaking because, mm-hmm. and I like was in the state of, I was failing at everything. It was like, I couldn't feed my baby. I couldn't lose the weight. I couldn't get my shit together enough to make a meal most days because I was struggling with a newborn. And it was just like, I couldn't. And a lot of that was because I was stuck in the world of comparisons from social media. Cause I was breastfeeding a child. So you sit on social media for hours a day because you're distracting yourself from how much your nipples hurt. And <laughs> at the time I didn't have the bandwidth to see how damaging my thoughts were based on that judgment. And yeah. now I'm like, every time I still go into judgment, I mean, I'm human. It's part of our conditioning. It's just how our brains work. But now I feel like I have the connection intuitively that it like kind of ding, ding, ding. Okay. You need to get into the state of like, is this true? And, and really transmute this judgment because it's pulling you into old shitty patterns and you don't need to be there. No, exactly. Oh my God, Kim, I'm celebrating you, celebrating you. <laughs> like this is freaking amazing. Well, and it's funny cause I wasn't going to post this reel cause I was like, I'd made two that were very similar and I'm like, I'm going to be the one track. I'm going to be like a one hit wonder here with these things. <laughs> And then I did anyways, and the feedback was so, so incredible. Like women messaging me and commenting and it's just like, it is such a real thing. And this narrative is actually truly bullshit, but we consume it and then we believe it. And, and it's just, it can be very, very hard to get above that. And that's what we're talking about is like, if you can create kind of like an internal communication or reconnect it almost not recreate but reconnect to your internal communication so you can override this narrative you can see yourself differently and then like we said your choices to to move you into the path of your highest version of you that most abundant you know like expansive self becomes so much easier because your guiding force of that is listening to your intuition following your neutral motion prompts and then and then having thinking that supports you there rather than stuck in this skewed view and like doing what i just experienced for the last like three years not even fully living hiding hiding holding yourself back Mm -hmm. not like like i have i mean how many clients jackie do you get in a week that say well i'd love to be able to do this but i just can't that's never gonna happen in my life uh one like it's the ratio is every client for every, like every person that comes through the door right it doesn't matter if they're 18 or 75 yeah i know i know like and it's even like okay like if we stay on the topic of body image like i have some clients that like are kind of like goal like body goals per se right like they're just gorgeous human beings like they're fit they're like they're like the poster child of all the all the products they're trying to sell you on weight loss and stuff like that and even they're struggling and it's like if you're struggling how the fuck is everyone ever supposed to be normal (laughs) (laughs) because we can't stay in that narrative because that narrative is so skewed that it's turning itself on itself you know like and Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah you have to you have to be able to see yourself differently and once you do like so then you and i jackie have seen ourselves in this different role of like being you know, guides and, 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 you know, trying to influence and inspire women and, and we see ourselves as growing and, and, and 
evolving into really cool people. And it's like being okay there, not letting that upper limit squash us and also being proud of that. And it's like, once you start seeing yourself there, then you make even better daily choices to grow and to evolve. And it's just, it becomes almost like this exciting, like, okay, what can I create now? And like for me, so going back to my relationship with my son, which is still very emotionally charged for me. So pardon me if I get teary again, but like, I'm so excited for what we can do together now in terms of like how much fun we can have and how much, how much I can influence his life to be in this fully free space. It's incredible. And he's four. Like how lucky for these little boys to be raised by a mom, little boys. Maybe I'm premonishing something here, Kim. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell my husband, you get really excited. (laughs) But like to actually be raised by a mom who is not, is just fully present. Yeah. 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 And just sees her value for her value, not with limiting judgment around it. Yes. And even if you, sorry, you just get to show up for him like that. That changes everything. It's so cool. It's so cool. And um, even like the conference last week, normally I would have like panicked about, what I was going to wear, my hair, like my makeup, all of the stuff. And like, I didn't even pack my bag properly because I was just so not thinking about it. And yeah. I just rolled with it and I put on my outfit. I didn't question it. I just went with it, you know, like, and it was so amazing to be in a space where I got to learn because I wasn't distracted. Oh my God. Yes. I felt that so much too, Kim. Like it was incredible just to show up yeah and like enjoy the food enjoy the company enjoy what I was wearing I got told I thought you were taller and but you're so damn cute and I'm like (laughs) I'm like you know what I am damn cute yeah (laughs) it doesn't matter that I'm five foot two right and it doesn't matter that my jeans aren't a size seven none of it matters no But it was to be in that space where I wasn't like, oh my God, everybody is looking at me and I'm not what I should have been showing up as a speaker looking like Mm -hmm. in terms of my skin size, not my clothes. Yeah. Yeah. It's life changing. Well, and I've been a size seven. I was a size seven at my wedding, which is very small for me because I have a big frame and I was tortured. Mm Mm-hmm torture i wasn't free no i wasn't free i didn't i ate two slices of an apple and had a coffee with a little bit of cream in it and then i was scared for the rest of the day i didn't eat anything and i got married at 7 p.m <laughs> right like um, kudos to my body for not passing out exactly you know it's so skewed and that's the concept of this like seeing yourself differently and the power in that like because mm-hmm. now like we just experienced and moving forward it's like my whole perception of life has changed. I want to have fun. Like I went golfing on the weekend. It was Father's Day. It's my annual like golfing trip with my husband. I usually don't golf. I drive the cart and him and Briggs golf. And um, it's just like previous years, I've panicked about what I was going to wear and I was worried. And I, I wore the same pants I wore two years ago. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think they fit me any differently. And I felt amazing in them. And my husband's like, when did you get those new pants? I was like, I've had these. I actually wore these like two <laughs> two golf trips ago. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, they look really good on you. I was like, and all that has changed, you guys, is, your is my perception of myself. Yep. That's Perce- it. Yes. And I just think that like, it's just so amazing when you can, when you can see yourself differently and you can see yourself for the, the reality of what you are and the, the truth of what you are and declutter all this bullshit that sticks onto you. That's trying to make you, and it's there, like you said, Jackie, out of protection. So we honor that, but we don't have to fall into it. No, exactly. Yeah. And even if you don't have little kids and, and you've raised your babies and they're growing and they, you know, like you've, it, it's not too late. It's not that you're, you've messed up and missed out. It's that now's a time where it's even, it's even cooler because you can focus on you and you can be selfish in that. Cause that's what you need is some selfish time. Even if it's little moments in a day to, to have that internal conversation. So you can set up these boundaries so that you can create that new kind of like that new, um, foundation that you just it's non-negotiable you're not going to go below that you're going to stay at the state of seeing yourself in this way and every time you dip below that you question that judgment you kind of bring it back to surface saying i don't need to be here mm-hmm. yeah and honestly i don't think it matters what age your children are because they're still influenced in a way by you and so <laughs> if they can or or even like i have two boys but i they also have two beautiful women and I want those women to see that I want them to see their beauty the way I see it, right? Yes. And, and not to make them feel like they're being compared or that they're less than, that they're just completely genuine beauty from the inside out. Exactly. And those women are likely going to have babies and you can be influential in those babies' lives. So like, it's not too late in terms of that kind of stuff. I'm just relating my experience because it's been a very big aha moment for me. It started a while ago and it just seems like it's still, it's still happening. You know, like these big aha moments are something like they're building on each other. And um, I think that it's like just something that was easy for me to share, but it's never, you're never at the wrong time in your life. If you're listening to this, it's, resi- it's resonating with you and it's aligning with you, then it's the right time. And you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. And you're supposed to be listening to this and there's a reason. So it's like, just trust that. And it's like all circling back to what we talk about every single time is like, you've got to trust your insides. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. It's that inner work that changes those, those thoughts that then allows you to make choices. And it's just such a cool place to be. And you can do it anytime in your life. Completely. This has been so good, Kim. So good. Oh, okay. So give me an action item. <laughs> give me an action item for this week so that if something comes up, like help everybody be like, okay, something's coming up. It feels gross in my stomach. How do I sit with it? How do I acknowledge it? But then how do I give myself the power? Okay. So an action step. Um, if you're not feeling good, I think the number one thing, and maybe you can tell me how you feel about this too, Jack, is like, is put it into that awareness process of like, is this real? Is this not real? Cause that's number one, how to start diffusing that energy that gets into 
bringing in attached emotions that are usually not good ones. So like breaking it down into that like factor fiction and kind of recognizing that up to 80% of what you're experiencing right now is products of that conditioning and that story you tell in your head. So is it true or is it actually that you're stuck in that story? So that could be like step one is awareness and the factor fiction. Step two is once you kind of recognize what you're really dealing with, then you can tune that into like, okay, how do I truly feel about this? And kind of go with your gut reactions, use that discernment. What's your first feeling? So if it's like, say you're struggling with your image and you're sitting in front of a mirror and you're like, Oh God, I hate myself. I wish I didn't look like this. Um, In the factor fiction, you can be like, pull it into like, is this actually how I'm viewed by people? You know, like I'm loved. I, I have a family. I have people around me that support me, you know, you can break it down into that and you can transmute that down. And then it's like, okay, what's my initial reaction? Have I not been looking after myself because I've been in the story of, I don't have time. I'm not important. I'm not valuable. And then let your heart kind of guide you into intuitive steps of like what you want to do in order to just feel more connected. And likely in my experience, the more connected I feel, the more I make better choices that are influential to better health. Yes. Yes, because you're coming at everything in a neutral state. Yes. Changes everything. Exactly. Yeah. So I would say action step one, tune into it, into that awareness um, tool of is this real factor fiction? Step two is intuitively tune into the facts you pull from that, you know, the more transmuted neutral facts that you, and then say, okay, how am I showing up in this? You know, like, am I, am I, actually aligned and how I've been treating myself or how I've been working towards a goal for myself and then lean into or surrender to what you get for your intuition. Because the other thing is like for, for self-image, for example, like when I was for my wedding, like I, it was a reputable thing. I'm not trying to tear down the diet I did, but my approach to it was, I don't care how much I suffer. I need to look this way. And it messed up my hormones, it messed up my metabolism. And so then I had to see that in that moment, I was doing it out of a bad belief system around myself, even though the results were quote unquote healthy, because I looked thin, I looked fit, I looked happy, Mm -hmm. but the inside was a mess. And so it's like, if you tune in and you surrender, so then I had to choose to do things that were counterintuitive to my conditioning. So that there's a difference between intuitively knowing what's right for you and and what your condition is trying to tell you is intuitive. Does that make sense? Yeah, completely. And so the counterintuitive things at the moment was to actually lean into my intuition and say, you need to eat more food regularly. You need to allow yourself to rest. You need to allow yourself to reset your body. And you need to then find what works for you to be in a state of balance rather than this space of total torture. Totally. So good. So yeah, action steps are tune in, (laughs) tune in for your awareness, tune into your intuition, and then you got to just let go, man, and surrender into it and trust those steps. And even if it feels shaky, like you're walking on a tightrope, promise you that that is an illusion. And the moment you get a few steps in, you're gonna be like, Oh, my God, is this freeing? Yes. And maybe you'll even fall off that tightrope, because that's what you need to do is just let yourself go fall off of it. And and fall into yourself and you create your specific intuitively guided action 
that feels right for you. And I will promise you the change will come. The growth will happen and amazing things are happening and coming your way. Kim, I have absolutely nothing to add. That was beautiful. It is truthful. And thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing. And this has been our power of a decision for both of us. And so thank you. Ah, oh, you're so welcome. And thank you for being here with me and holding space. And this is what it's all about. This is what we're doing this for. And we just are so grateful for everyone that's tuning in. And we just we just want to inspire you to live your best life because it's truly magical. So thank you for being here. As always, um, if this isn't aligned to you and you'd like more, check out our Facebook page. I'll send the, put the link in the show notes. You can also check out our membership. We're having our first live call this week and another one next week. And um, these are going to be powerful healing experiences to help do this work so we can help bust through the walls and the ceilings that are holding us back. So we would love to have you there. Um, all the stuff will be put into the show notes. So Thank you guys again. Have a wonderful day. Bye, everyone.